Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Hello, podcast listeners again. This is my second one that I'm doing this week of Poonin 360, my show where I get a chance to talk to many members of the field who I have called and other executive team members, uh, folks who are doing some incredible work, good leaders, role models, all of that stuff. And today, it's my distinct pleasure to have Stephanie Barton, our Vice President of our Global Accounts and EMEA. Uh, welcome, Stephanie, uh, to the show. I'm delighted to be talking to you. Thank you, Sanjay. It's great to be here. Okay, good. Well, listen, you've been at, at VMware not that long. When did you join? Just over a year. I think about okay. a year and two weeks. In, in in some sports, they call that a rookie, but I'm sure that you are now an experienced person. Give us just a little bit of a sense of your background. So what were you doing before VMware? I spent 12 years at Cisco before I joined VMware, um, did a variety of roles, but global accounts was a big part of that. And prior to that, uh, I started as a graduate sales trainee, actually, in Hewlett Packard. That's awesome. So what is it with all these Cisco people? Yes, this week <laughs> I interviewed Dom Delfino. We're excited. So, I mean, you come in with a lot of knowledge of networking, and why did you join VMware? What do you like about us? The strategy. It's a very, very clear strategy, and it's uh, very easy to sell the story to a customer, and customers love it. And uh, it's it's great to be in a company that hasn't got a very uh, complex strategy. That's That's great. That's great. And listen, I think one of the reasons we've just watched you just in a short distance, I remember when I first um, uh, saw you in a panel, I think it was the sales kickoff, I don't know, it was last year perhaps, um, you were just precise and crisp in communication, and then people were talking about the impact you were having. We're delighted to to see the success you're having. You are a role model in multiple ways, not just in terms of your success, but also a woman in tech because many others want to be like you. So keep going, and we're here to cheer you on a great success. Let's talk about success. I mean, you've had, uh, you know, in just your short time here, um, a number of these seven-figure deals that we love seeing. Sometimes they kind of get in the eight-figure deals. You've done... I think seven last year, if the, the data here is right, and then you've done like nine so far. I don't know what you're going to end the year with. What would you say is the secret to your success? Why, why, why all the success? What's going on? Well, um, yeah, we're going to double the big deal size. Seven to 14. Yeah, absolutely. And Outstanding. Much, much I like that. 100% year. growth. Um, but it's obviously about the, having the right people with the right attitude. And I've just got a fabulous team. We've hired some real top talent from outside, and they're really challenging us, which is always good as a leader. Uh, we've created a culture, a high-performing culture, where there's a real can-do attitude. And, you know, even every quarter we give someone the, uh, the Breaking Glass Award because we're really looking for those people that are going to do things differently, and the deals reflect that. Uh, but fundamentally, it's about your customers. It's about getting out there and going to meet new customers, have new conversations, and really challenge yourself and be bold, and the results are speaking for themselves. And when you talk to these customers, I love the fact that our field leaders are so customer-focused. That's the way I tend to live. I get bored if I'm not talking to a customer. What are you hearing from customers right now? You spend most of your time in Europe, but many of these customers have got global businesses. What are you hearing from them? Number one is security. There's been a lot of breaches. They don't want to be the next one, right? So that's absolutely top of the list. And, and the fact that we're making some advances in there is they're really excited by that. And when we have them in the EBC, 
it comes up and you've obviously been in many of those and it's a great conversation. Cloud, we, we know that well. But digital workplace, um, they need to attract and retain the top talent in their organizations. And um, I think one of the things that we need to do better is actually sell it in a different way. In the past, it was very product-centric, and yeah. I've seen customers myself in uh, EBCs really buy the message when you sell it in the right way, and there's some big opportunity out there. So that's a big growth one that we're going to go for next Love year. Love it. Cloud mobile security, we talked about that. You're exemplifying living that. Obviously, everybody wants to talk about Vodafone. This was a transformative deal. Uh, we, we've talked about them on our earnings call. Uh, mega deal and that sort of, you know, uh, nice big eight-figure type of deal. Tell us a little bit about this deal. I don't, did a whole call just in DXC, but we don't have time to talk just about Vodafone, but I'd like to go a little deeper. How did this deal come about and how did you crack it? Well, firstly, I've got to say it was a huge team effort that took three years. This, this was a tough one and we had to create some new sort of things, pull them together. Um, but the biggest hurdle we had to overcome is Vodafone wasn't used to spending 75 million euros with a, with a company called VMware. We had to go and convince them that they had to take budget from other IT vendors and they had to spend it with us. Um, we, we created some best practice, we created internal references, and we also became one of their top nine strategic vendors. We're up there with the big guys and we're very, very proud of it. And now every quarter, the execs come past. Palo Alto and come see us. And, and let's talk a little bit more about this. So you're obviously, they're spending money on other strategic vendors that telcos spend mon money on. These might be, you know, hardware guys. It might be the NEPs and so on and so forth. How did you set up the executive relevance of VMware? All the way up to the CTO, Johan. We're pretty well known. Um, who were some of those key sponsors that you had to make sure were in our back pocket, so to speak, so that they were saying VMware is the strategic vendor we're going to deal with? Well, it's multi-level selling, so everyone from Pat Down was involved in the deal. Um, Maurizio even at one point said uh, he was my new salesperson, so uh, it was fantastic. Everybody was, a, was working for you. It was. It was a true team effort, and um, we're very proud of that, and thanks to everybody. Um, but we had to be relevant. You know, We had to hit their top business issues. Everything goes back to what's their business about. They're challenged as a business, highly competitive in their India market. We had to demonstrate that we could help them effectively roll out 5G quicker than another solution. And uh, we did that, and it was, again, multi-level selling across the organization. Everyone had a role to play, and we had to be very aligned. We had to constantly work together and, and continue to make sure. And as these folks talk about things like 5G, clearly our role with these telcos is becoming more than just to provide to the IT side of the house. We're starting to now be relevant to the networking side of this, and a key part of this was NFV, right? Yeah. We didn't have a lot of other big reference customers of NFV, yet they bought into, what did they see about VMware and NFV that made them believe that they could bet with us? Again, it was referenceability. So we worked with them in one of their key countries, and we actually proved it. Okay. And we worked it out. So we created an internal reference. Which country was that? It was Turkey. Good. And they loved what they saw there. They did. Built on that and saw us as differentiated. Yeah bought into the whole software-defined networking area. Great. It was, it was a tough, you know, tough negotiation, though. They would have loved to have bought from us in a different way, so we had to really be very tough and, again, really challenge ourselves in terms of selling to the value rather than commercial terms of the past. And when you do a deal of that size with a telco of that brand, it, like, sets an earthquake, right? When we did the DXC deal, all the other SIs take notice. Have you noticed with other telcos or other customers, what have they asked you about Vodafone? The phones are ringing. 
Really? In fact, I've just come from the uh, EBC where we've got another telco about to make an NFE decision. So Based on what they heard of the – that's awesome. Absolutely. That's the best way to topple this whole vertical. And, and the other good thing is the NEPs are starting to call us. So the network equipment providers work with the These telco. These are folks like – Ericsson, Nokia, so on and so forth. Yeah, and they're now ringing us because they're realizing that they have to have a VMware solution. And I'm sure it also sent a message into Red Hat, one of our competitors, because you're probably taking some dollars away from them in doing this successfully. Is that fair? Absolutely. Great. We love that competitive attitude. Okay, listen, coming back to this whole idea of cloud and mobile and security and networking and NFV, um, tell us a little bit about how you see the future in in the global uh, area, you know, you've got a good Q4. Hopefully, the deal is going to close. We're not going to predict there. But as you look into the next year, what are some of the key things that you're looking forward to in terms of where this is headed? Three things that come to mind. Firstly, we've had a lot of success this year with deals like Vodafone, but we need to go repeat it elsewhere. Deals like Society General, you're personally involved in, huge SDGC win. A Volkswagen transformational win that we won last quarter and digital workplace deals such as Citigroup, we need to go repeat those. So we can't reinvent the wheel every time. We need to get better, you know, rinse and repeat. Uh, the second one is how do we leverage Dell technology more effectively? They're doing some huge deals. We need to get better together. And so that's a big focus of the team. And, and finally, be bolder in our account strategies. And we've got much better at engaging um, with the executives of our customers and using the executives inside VMware, and we'll continue to do that. It's awesome. Let me ask a softball just to close this up. You know, in a world that's been fairly uh, male-dominated in the past, we love seeing women in tech you know, really stepping up. If my 11-year-old, who's a daughter, and I hope for her to have all the success I've had, came to you and said, Stephanie, how could I be successful in a woman day? What would you tell her? Think big and believe in yourself and be yourself. Being a woman in IT, sometimes you, you try not to be yourself, but you have to be yourself and play to your A game. And tech is actually a fantastic place to be. I think kids think it's all about um, doing computer code and stuff, and it's not. There's lots of different roles, and it's something I'm very passionate about. And um, there's some wonderful uh, wonderful people out there, and it'd be great to have some more women in That's the business. That's great. We admire people who are role models, keep doing what you're doing. Excited that we have you here just two years after an illustrious IT career. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to have Stephanie on the show. I hope you all you get to listen to this, and more importantly, get to meet her. She is I think even more astounding when you get to talk to her in person than listening to her on the radio show. Thank you very much, Stephanie. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.